Joining me in the studio this morning, I have got Mammoth Roseville High School Athletic Director, Mr. Jeremy Adolson. Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, Sean. How are you? Good. Uh, busy week. Uh, busy week for uh, for Titan Sports. I got a lot of scribbles on my sheet here. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. No, it was uh, a good one. We're getting to the postseason going today. I guess the, the big news from last week is uh, John Ushek was able to qualify for sectionals out of the uh, uh, Midland Golf Course, Kiwani Dunes there. Uh, Galva was the host, so he was able to make it out. Uh, individual as a team, we, we missed out, I think, by nine strokes of yeah. advancing the entire team. But uh, John was playing uh, this morning, 1047, I think, is the, the tee time for him uh, down in Porta, Illinois. Um, so um, I know he had a chance to, to get a practice round in um, over the weekend and and uh, is raring to go. It's it's awesome uh, experience there. It'd be the first uh, postseason golfer uh, that we've had since uh, oh, my first year's AD. I think 2007. Yeah, sure. I think yeah. it was seven. Or no, so 2018, we had some, we had a couple uh, make it a sectional. But yeah, been a couple years out since we've done that. So, uh, very exciting for him, and hopefully uh, goes out and, and and plays well. And again, the cool thing for him is he's just just a junior and getting all that experience. Yeah, uh, like you said, finished fourth as a team. Caleb Copeland just missed qualifying. Jake Steele. Yep. Uh, just a sophomore just missed qualifying yep. too. So yeah, no, I, I think uh, the team was very excited about their opportunity uh, there, and like I said, just missed out on on make, getting everybody through. I, I did forget to mention that Kaylee had just one one stroke out from from joining uh, from joining John this week. So uh, hopefully things go well there. Hopefully uh, it's a nice uh, calm day down there to let him go yeah. out and uh, shoot a low score. Chambly, I just love yep. the golf course name. Yep. Chambly <laughs> yeah. golf course sounds like a big professional one. Uh, yeah, I think I seen over the weekend uh, he was going to go golf with the United guys, the United yes. boys team. Yep. Uh, qualified as a team, and they were going to play a practice round together yesterday. Yep. That would have been fun. Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. and especially because yeah, I mean, Port is way south of where we would go for for golf typically. So yeah, great to to get a chance to get on the course and see what it's all about, and and uh, yeah, go out and let a rip today. Uh, volleyball team had a uh, had a tournament over the weekend. They haven't had a tournament for a while. Yeah, yeah, they um, got some wins. Um, excuse me, uh, during the the season or excuse me during the week, uh, beat Farmington in two, I believe, on Monday. Then turned around and beat Erie Provincetown, I believe, in two on Tuesday. Uh, one and two at, at Kiwani, and then uh, finished fifth at the Charger Invite. Kind of a, a definitely a loaded field there. Yeah, I didn't know it till after tournament. the fact, but we played Galena right off the bat in the morning. <laughs> Galena's undefeated. Um, they beat us. Then we had two. Um, Two set uh, ties essentially, uh, and then we did beat Orion um, for the fifth place match there. So we end up one one and two uh, overall uh, there at the tournament, and then uh, uh, get ready to, to turn right around uh, this week and uh, a busy week as as well. So let's see tomorrow. Um, we go to Rock Ridge, which is a really big one now because Sherrard just beat Rock Ridge. I believe we're in a three-way yes. uh, tie there. We all have yeah. one loss uh, in the conference. And then we'll go to uh, Morrison on Thursday, um, and that'll be it for uh, this week. But, yeah, real big one there. Again, sectional seeds are, are coming up, and it's going to be very interesting. Quincy Notre Dame is likely the number one seed there. But uh, after that, a lot of battling between Macomb, Rockridge, Sherrard, ourselves, um, probably you know two, three of those four are, are going to be the next you know, the next three seeds, and then it kind of depends on where you get shifted, whether you go uh, south down to uh, Carthage, or you go north. I believe it's Sherrard that is the other host. It's a uh, loaded north, subsectional so. man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be. Um, yeah, I, and uh, mm. I know Macomb. I think has a win, a two-one win. I think over Rockridge earlier in the year. Yeah. So they probably have the inside track right now at the. At the two seed, so the, the weird thing is the way it's set up, it's likely that Macomb would go to Sherrard and QND would be at <laughs> yeah, Line West. Crazy. So somebody is getting shipped down to, 
Telon iOS with QND, and, and someone goes to Sherrard there. Obviously, Sherrard will end up at Sherrard one way or the other, but uh, we'll see how the seeds shake out. But this could be a, a huge week, that, that matchup with Rock Ridge. And then we still have two matches with Sherrard. I think one is before seeding. Yes. The other one will be after. Um, uh, switching over to soccer, they had their senior day on Tuesday. Got a nice one on senior day. Yeah, nice win there uh, against Riverdale. Uh, got to get everybody in the game once again there at home and, and went well. Um, then we had a, a loss at Galesburg on Saturday. That's a good club. Galesburg's got a nice team yeah, this year. Yeah, and, and we're kind of a little banged up right now. I know yeah. uh, Tony Perez, I think, is out for the foreseeable future there. One of our key seniors oh, wow. there, one of our best defensive uh, players I know nothing about soccer but I know he gets the ball out of our end and probably kicks the ball <laughs> as far important. as hard yeah. as anybody I've ever seen so uh, that's that's a big hit for us but uh, they'll get right back to it uh, again this week uh, they head to uh, Roanoke Benson Eureka that co-op we will play them tonight uh, and then we head to Orion to finish up the regular season um, tomorrow so then we get the rest of the week off to prep for um, regionals and then we get going next Tuesday um, we play Macomb. We are down at Quincy Notre Dame. We will play Macomb on Tuesday and hopefully get a win there, and then we get a shot at the regional championship, most likely against QND that following Saturday. Yeah, um, it's weird us not going to Peoria for a regional or a sectional or something. Yeah, well, I know talking sure. to Coach Statham, um, <laughs> we're going to try to reiterate our uh, willingness to host and maybe try to get a few <laughs> other schools to do so because um, I haven't noticed it, but he said essentially Peoria Christian and Quincy Notre Dame, they host every year. So Yeah. Um, so the two of the top programs kind of ensure that they never have to go with each other. Sure. And, and uh, uh, especially at one point, we really thought after the tie with Troy Christian, we had a legitimate shot of being the two seed. And then it was, you know, um, but we'd sure like to sure like the host we're, we're in uh, to be hosts. We have the, yeah. the facility to, to do so. Um, so we're going to reiterate our interest there and see if we can't get uh, Macomb and a couple other schools to reiterate their interest and see if we can't get a little bit of a rotation there. Obviously, um, very, very strong programs. But on those years when um, you can separate them, it's not the top two yeah, seeds. Right. It would be nice if every once in a while they had to get through each other <laughs> to get yeah, to the, I totally to get agree. the regional. Otherwise, it's kind of a kind of stacking the, the deck in, in your favor. Um, I did see on on Twitter after we after we played Riverdale on Tuesday. Uh, I think it was a Riverdale coach. Somebody associated with Riverdale boys soccer program was very very uh, uh, complimentary of our field that they Absolutely. just played at. I mean, they said yep. they called it the Monmouth Roseville Stadium. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, no, they were very complimentary. I know they talked with Mr. Greenleaf was there uh, when I came from practice. He mentioned that a couple have been really a couple of people from Riverdale have been very complimentary and. Um, I think, again, a lot of schools, Riverdale's another one. I was like, they just play on the football field, you know. And, and I, I still remember the day we played the first game. Um, I think it was the day before. Coach Sikorsky brought the kids out and was, like, explaining to them, like, hey, you know where you've been, you know, playing games. <laughs> Essentially, right. you play on a football field, and that's what people call it. They call it the football field in most situations. And, and he said there were kids that got a little emotional that day because, like, they had their own we thing. Have our own you know, they thing, had their man. own spot, yeah. and, which was yeah. which was very cool and, and uh, obviously had a lot of success to – uh, probably you know long overdue to get to that spot, but we do have a fantastic facility over there that uh, absolutely you know can be a regional sectional host for sure, and and uh, you know I think it's it's a pretty pretty neat atmosphere when you have the soccer yeah, field kind of sure. in the you know in the middle of town. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I've heard nothing but good things when people come over because I think they're surprised. I think they just assume or they're used to going down to Roseville in the old days that. You get some of those parents maybe had a few years in between kids and, and haven't been there and don't realize, you know, what we had. Man, I wish we had this a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, switching over to cross country, they had a big meet. They had the big Three Rivers Conference Championship meet this week. Yeah, the track week. meet was last Tuesday there. Um, and at, uh, Bureau Valley was the host there at the high school. Um, we finished ninth overall with the boys. 
Henry Tibbetts Zezba was 23rd overall. Kevin Martinez was 27th overall. And then on the girls' side, we don't have enough for a team, but Deanna Mora Ortiz uh, was first team all conference with a seventh place finish. The top 10 make first team all conference, and the second 10 make second team. So Deanna gets on the first team uh, there, running really well to, to pull seventh place. And uh, as I told Coach Platt, looking at the results, I had no idea that Riverdale's cross country is very similar to Riverdale's uh, golf because <laughs> they had, I think, five of the top seven yeah. boys uh, over there one, two, three, and then I think six, seven is kind of how they. Ran it over there, so they kind of ran away with the meet. But uh, again, good finishes by our kids there. And then we went to uh, Elmwood on Saturday. Uh, Joe Rivera was 34th there, and Henry Tibbetts Zesba was 35th, right behind him. Uh, their overall our top girls finisher was Meredith Doolin uh, at that meet there on Saturday. And then coming up this week, let's see. We got Tuesday. We're headed to the Panther Invite at the Erie Country Club there. Erie Prophetstown is the host. And that is actually it this week. We do not have a Saturday meet. We got a chance to talk to uh, some of the, we brought, or, uh, my broadcast partner, Jeff Ewing, brought some of the uh, cross-country kids up to the booth at halftime. Got a okay. chance to talk to a sure. good number of them. And that, that's a fun group. That's a good group of kids. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and cross-country is kind of one of those, I actually was talking to my cousin at our invite last week. Um, and he coached football with me for years, played football, and like knows nothing about cross-country like myself <laughs> until I became the AD. But he said, you know, following uh, his stepdaughter around, like, it's very fun, like, to watch it. Because yeah. everybody's, everybody literally is pulling for everybody. And uh, in our experiences growing up, playing the sports we played, that wasn't really the case, you know. So, <laughs> right. um, yeah, it is very much a, a bonding situation, but it's, it's more so than just your own team. It's, you know, when you're doing the awards and you're passing out, like, there's a lot of cheering going around um, for everybody, you know, because they get to know each other because they spend a lot of long Saturday mornings together and, and several Tuesdays during the year. So it's, it's a, definitely a... Uh, a cool sport, and, and the kids that I think that get in get involved with it really enjoy the time they spend there much more so than just the running part. Yeah, uh, swimmers and divers just had a meet on Saturday. I didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Coach Tate about that yet, but uh, they they were in action on Saturday. Correct. Yeah, they were at the Richwoods uh, invite, um, and then this week coming up, they go to United Township for the uh, Panther invite, um, and that is also where our sectional. Uh, we'll be in, in November, so that'll be good for them to get back in that pool. Yeah. I know we've been there, I think, every year. Uh, they've been very accommodating to us there, but it'll be a good chance for us to get in that pool before the uh, the big sectional comes up about a month later. And football on Thursday, last yeah. Thursday. What a fun game that was, 34-20. to 20. At least it was fun from the booth. Probably yeah. a little bit more stressful on the sideline for yeah. you, but uh, what a nice win over, over Orion on Thursday. Yeah, huge, huge comeback. Um, Orion really took it to us right away with both their you know their speed of play and, and their execution early on and had a really good game plan. Um, and 100% honestly, had a better game plan than, than I did going into it. And uh, some of the things we thought we could do uh, defensively, we obviously couldn't do it once we got out there. And um, between the kids and, and the coaches at halftime, we made some adjustments and the kids went out and got four for four, got stops there in the second half and offensively um, got three out of four scores to, to pull it off and, and was really um, happy with uh, the last drive, especially, you know, there's in the first half, especially we didn't execute the way that we, we definitely could. Um, but in that, you know, that late, late charge there um, down the field, we got out of bounds. We took care of the ball. We made great decisions. Um, only had to use one timeout when you're going 91 yards and you only had three <laughs> minutes to do it. It only took us two and a half to make it happen. Um, but to not have to use the timeouts because we kept either getting out of bounds or getting first downs. And great then, football IQ from the, from the kids. Yeah, and just made good decisions. I mean, there's one. We watched the film together on, on Friday, and, and Silas, like, remembers it. He's like, here's one of the greatest – 
blitz pickups of all time. Derek comes up, picks up a, a blitzer that allows Silas to get out of the pocket, runs, gets first down, gets out of bounds. And, um, yeah, just a lot of really good um, execution down the field and nothing really fancy, just kind of did our, our thing. And um, But the kids to execute because it's it's different, you know, practicing on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday when we do our no huddle stuff or our one word calls or you know, that's way different than the crowd is screaming and yelling sure. and, and you got to execute and you got to remember what it is you're supposed to be doing. And, and uh, I was really, really proud of, of the effort there and just the toughness to hang in there because uh, in all honesty, a, a lesser team um, probably shuts it down at halftime and just realized this, yeah. this wasn't our night and we, and we blame it on a bad start. And, <laughs> um, but, you know, to, to come out and, and do it the way we did it, you know, it wasn't lightning quick. Honestly, we had the chance in the second half. We score, we get the turnover right away, but we actually don't score off of that. So we kind of do it the hard way in the fourth quarter where you use the entire game to get it done. And um, I would imagine most times you're down two touchdowns, you come back and win. Usually you still give up a score. It just turns sure. into a shootout, you know, for us to play uh, defense the way we did. Uh, I was really, really proud of, of the guys and, um, every single one of them, you know, that got out there, had some big plays. You know, it was a huge see. team win, and we talked on the post game show that I think team win gets used quite a little bit. But I mean, it was a literal team yep. win. Yeah, on, yeah, a lot on, of guys stepped up. You know, um, that that last drive, especially you know, CJ Johnson has his only catch of the game, first down. Ashton Toll only catch of the game, first down. You know. Um, Logan Bratcher had a couple catches in the game, but he breaks a tackle to get a first down. When if he gets tackled, that might have to be a timeout that's mm-hmm. burned where we are. And then Silas to play like he did, you know, down the stretch there. Just I mean, it was it was as as a Bears fan, it felt like when every time I'm watching somebody else run the end of the game, like where they're just like <laughs> boom, boom. I mean, there was no hesitation. It was right. literally just good decision, throw the ball, good decision, take off with it, uh, dump it off when it needed to be dumped off, and and uh, you know, and then we finish it off with the. Uh, uh, with the sneak down there and, and the kids, uh, yeah, just really, really happy. And then to get the turnover coming right back on defense because it, it definitely wasn't over with 30 seconds left. Orion's got great athletes. And, and again, it, it's hectic. You know, it was, it was very tough for Orion to play defense at the end. Once we started rolling, it was going to be just as tough for us to play sure. defense because, yeah. you know, you're trying not to give up something, and but at the same time be aggressive enough. And, and Jerome Jackson with the uh, causes the fumble there at the end and dang near punched one out on the play before that when he made the tackle. Um He's a guy that, like I've said many times defensively, he makes us go. If he's not out there, we are no, not even in the same ballpark defensively because he can do so many things from back there that frees up our other guys to play closer to the line of scrimmage. And and uh, not not surprised that he came up with the uh, you know the big punch out there and then Charlie Fletcher with the recovery to finish it. Gives us our fifth win, makes us playoff eligible. And, and from uh, I got to looking after you mentioned it last week, um, uh, yeah, five wins looks like it's a for sure deal. But mm-hmm. sixth one will get you in for sure, without a doubt, and that is uh, coming up this this Thursday. Yep, head to Riverdale this Thursday. Um, there, uh, six o'clock start uh, once again for them. And I know they got a bunch of things going on. I think they got a home volleyball game. They got their JFL night. I think is part of it. So um, I imagine we'll have a, a pretty good uh, crowd there. And uh, again, great opportunity. You clinch the playoff berth with a six win. Six win also gets you moving towards the upper half of, mm-hmm. of the seeding process, and and hopefully gives gives us a chance to uh, um, to not play our final home game on on week eight at home. Hopefully, we get a chance to to be home in the playoffs in week ten. That would be uh, fantastic. We were, we've been lucky enough to do it the last couple of times we've been in the playoffs, and and uh, yeah, it would be sure, great a fun to, fun to atmosphere. A playoff yeah. game at home that's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, to finish off football week, JV is on the road tonight. Yes, they are at Orion uh, today for the JV, and excited to see what they do. We had a, a practice with just the JV guys after school on on Friday, and uh, it was good to get a chance to work with those yeah. guys. I, I don't get as much of that time after the 
you know, the preseason portion is over, but um, they are working very hard. And, and we've tried, as Coach Ferris said, trying to make some adjustments, trying to make things a little bit simpler for our younger kids so we can let our uh, the kids' uh, talent kind of play through. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Orion's always very strong um, at the JV level. They just – they just always are, you know. They yeah. they do a really good job with it, and I know they've had some success this year at the JV level. They got some sophomores that are playing up. Um, I have no idea how many of them uh, are playing down, but um, it will be quite a challenge, I'm sure, there. But hopefully, get out and, and have a positive experience there. We can kind of build uh, off of that last uh, few games for those guys. All right, we will. Uh, we'll see you Thursday morning, you and Coach Ferry, to talk uh, Titan football. Absolutely, looking forward to it. All right, that was Monmouth Roseville High School Athletic Director Jeremy Adolfson on our Monmouth McDonald's Coach's Corner. We'll be back.